Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to Speed City with John Massengill, Les Kaiser, and Jonathan Green. It's the fastest hour on the radio. Speed City. Good evening, gearheads. Welcome to Speed City. This is John Massengale sitting in the studio with Les Kaiser. How are you, Mr. Kaiser? Oh, I'm great. Hey, I did notice you got here a little bit earlier today. Do you want to divulge why? I, I, why not? I'm driving a new car. I got a... Wait, wait. N- not n- new as in went well, to the not, dealership. I didn't, I didn't go to... No, no, no real car guy goes to the dealership unless you're just filthy stinking rich and buy a new McLaren or something. <laughs> that was the wrong engine. That was definitely the wrong. That was a good engine for the rest of our yeah, show, that, that, though. Oh, that's going to be great. All right, we're, we'll talk the about show. the rest. Of, we'll talk about my car later, but we have a fantastic show because we have we got a couple of people uh, guests on the show. But we're going to talk NASCAR at Coda, which is happening less than a week from now. And our first guest is a NASCAR truck driver, Austin Wayne Self, who's from Austin, Texas, and we've known Austin for a long time. So he's going to join us here in a bit. And we also have a gentleman from Scott from Speedway Motorsports. They're the guys that are actually doing all the hard work out at Coda, getting it ready out there. And we're you also going to talk a little. Uh, we're going to talk a little Formula One. We're going to talk a little IndyCar. We're going even a little MotoGP if we get some time. I got to talk Roger Penske. Ah, uh, yeah, we're going to talk some Roger Penske. That's a really cool story. We're going to talk about that in Formula One and talk about the McLaren livery. Oh, my gosh, the new Gulf livery. Uh, yeah. And um, Jonathan is out at Mid-Ohio calling the IMSA stuff out oh, there. No! Oh, yes. Yeah. He, he's wreaking mayhem havoc in, Ohio. in yeah. Ohio, and he grabbed an interview with one of the LMP3 winners out there oh, from Texas, a now, Texan. You know, I was, so this week, you know, some of the folks know, well, y'all never really get too deep into NASCAR what do you think of this? And I said, no, I think it's phenomenal. I said, number one, even if you're not a NASCAR fan, and some of the folks that were standing there with us are not, I said, this is a historic motorsport event. As far as I've been able to research, this is the first time NASCAR has run on a current Formula One track that is on the calendar. So I don't care who you are. Uh, this yeah. is history. Oh, dude, but let's just think about oh, NAS- NASCAR turn one. That's going to be T1 and the brilliant. <laughs> But we have a guest on the line that's going to help us understand what's about to happen in less than a week out at Coda, because we have Scott from Speedway Motorsports. Scott, welcome to Speed City. Hey, gentlemen, how are you this evening? Uh, We are great. How are you? Good. We are doing fantastic. You're actually catching me on the tail end of one big motorsport event and heading into another. I was actually out at... Z-Max Dragway at Charlotte Motor Speedway today for our uh, four-wide NHRA event, and uh-huh. uh, it was kind of fun to see the 16-time champion, John Force, actually capture another Wally trophy today. He won his 152nd race wow. at age 72. Can you believe that? Wow, that is a bit of news. I'm hoping I'm still going to have a driver's license at 72. I <laughs> uh, know. I'm kind of with you. <laughs> That's a good point, Les. And not be riding a three-wheeled motorcycle. How's that? <laughs> well, Scott Cooper with Speedway, we want to pick your brain because we want to find out, you know, we know what's going on. we got a NASCAR race coming to Dakota. We've been Thinking about NASCAR at Coda since 2012 when the tarmac was laid down, and now it's about to happen. Well, I think we kind of stirred up Tony Stewart last time he was around, too. (laughs) Yeah, we had Tony on the show about a year ago, and he was telling us about what a fantastic place this would be for NASCAR. But why don't you give us kind of a quick overview, and then maybe we'll talk about some of the nuts and bolts. 
Well, guys, we're actually beyond excited um, as a company. Speedway Motorsports is thrilled. We've kind of got a history of doing things first and 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 really trying to do things over the top. So it was really important to our president and CEO Marcus Smith that if anyone was going to bring a NASCAR race to Coda for the first time, it was going to be our company. And uh, he had the opportunity to uh, come out with Marshall Carlson, who's the president at Hendrick Motorsports, and meet Bobby Epstein and some of the people out around Coda probably three to four years ago for the first time and really started looking at this as a significant possibility. And as Marcus likes to tell the story, what our company has done in in leasing Coda and, uh, and bringing NASCAR to this event is really no different than what NASCAR's great promoters back 50 years ago, his dad, Bruton Smith, and Bill France and whatnot, that's what they did. They were mm-hmm. small-time track promoters, and they would find a market that they thought would be great to host a race in, go in and put a deal together with the local track, many of which at that time were horse racing tracks, and they would come in, produce the event, promote the event, and then uh, move on to the next place. So in a lot of ways, this is just a, a, a modern-day spin on an old-style, old-school uh, promotional opportunity for NASCAR and for stock car racing. But for us to be able to bring the most popular form of motorsports in the United States to such a destination venue and area like Austin and Circuit of the Americas is uh, is really a unique and special opportunity. There's been a lot of buzz around this event, and we are just glad that now Dover is out of the way and nothing is in front of us but Circuit of the Americas looking ahead to next weekend. Well, I mean, I'll tell you what, Scott, I'm excited for this. And and you mentioned Bruton Smith. I have my autographed ticket from the first race at Texas World, uh, Texas, that tells my age, (laughs) Texas Motor Speedway. For the first race, uh, Bruton Smith autographed my ticket uh, when we met out by the grandstands. And so, uh, you know, I got to find somebody to autograph mine this time here. That is fantastic. You know, we're um, uh, Texas Motor Speedway has been such a big part of our company, and we've been so blessed to be able to do what we've done there in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. And, and of course, big news this week with Eddie Gossage, our president and general manager there, after a a 32-year career with our company and 25 years at Texas Motor Speedway. Eddie will be stepping down after the All-Star Race, um, and it's and it's really coming full circle for Eddie. Eddie actually started at Charlotte Motor Speedway as the head of public relations, and one of the first major events that he promoted at Charlotte was the first NASCAR All-Star Race that ran under the lights at a super speedway. Huh. That was back in 1992. So for him to have the opportunity now to host the NASCAR All-Star Race in Dallas is um, going to be really something special for him to kind of go out from his Speedway Motorsports career on that note. So we're looking forward to that next month. But first, we've got to get through <laughs> Circuit of the Americas and Coda. Well, nobody believes Eddie's going to go sit on a rocking chair. But yeah, let's talk <laughs> Coda. Well, I want to talk about this event from the, the kind of the big picture because NASCAR has made some really incredible th- changes in the in recent history, right? With with everything that went on with Bubba Smith and the Confederate flag, and now the next-gen cars, which, I mean, we're talking clean slate, clean sheet of paper for the new next-gen cars. And and the fact that they're coming to Austin, and I love the ad. It may have been, I think it was Fox, but the ad was like, they're coming to Austin, Texas. There's going to be weird down there, man. And, you know, <laughs> it, it, I, and the, whole, changing. the whole idea of NASCAR in Austin is weird enough, but on a Formula One track, track is is you know even more unusual. But I just love the fact that NASCAR's re, you know stretching it. They're they're expanding what you think of when you think of NASCAR on all different fronts. Well, I think you know this this has been something gradual that you've really seen over the past two to three to four years, and I think the fact that our company, as well as NASCAR. Um, were able as companies to move from publicly traded companies to private companies suddenly gave the leadership a lot more flexibility to be able to do things with the NASCAR schedule. And, you know, listening to the fans, hearing that the fans wanted to see some changes, thinking about ways to to uh, 
change things up, make things different, create some additional buzz, really gave us an opportunity this year with the schedule for the first time to do some things that are really, really unique. NASCAR, with the addition of the road courses, with going to a place like Coda, with running dirt at Bristol Motor Speedway, um, NASCAR did things with this year's schedule that literally were the biggest changes to the annual schedule in more than 50 years. So to be able to um, take a lot of the momentum that we were actually starting to pick up last year despite the pandemic and carry that into this year with a new schedule um, is really something special. And we are seeing it in that as a, as a company, we are actually seeing ticket sales with a lot of our uh, racetracks actually pacing ahead of places that they were pacing in 2019 pre-pandemic. And then on top of that, we're also seeing great numbers with our television ratings. You know, we're we're always comparing what NASCAR is doing to the television ratings for other sports, and where many other sports are seeing high single digits and in some cases double digit declines in television ratings. We are actually doing really well, and when you take out the Daytona 500, which was, of course, very rain-impacted this year, and look at the rest of the schedule, we're not only pacing exactly where we were before, but we're actually climbing in some areas. So I think, you know, people are, are excited about what they're seeing on the track. They're getting more excited about the drivers. There's a lot of new blood that's out there, and I think it's a great time for us to do some things to really shake things up and go places like a market like Austin, Texas. I mean, it's such a such a destination market. It's a travel place. It's a place that people want to be, and there are fun things to do. And that's what we want to do is create an incredibly fun event, give everybody a great time, give them things to do, and do it in a place that there are other entertainment opportunities while they travel into town. So, you know, we want to be the big party that's bringing the tourism and bringing the attraction and showing a lot of the open-wheel fans that have been used to coming to Coda, hey, this is a different product, it's a little bit more unique, and come out, check it out, and you're going to have a good time while you're here with us. Well, I already know that's happening because I heard from some guys with RVs, and I'm giving them advice on what to do Thursday. They get to roll in, and the campground's open on Thursday, and they're like, okay, well, there's not really going to be anything on track yet, but... So fill our our agenda with the rest of Austin. So <laughs> helping those guys out, and I think that's huge. That uh, you know we, we've got that opportunity that uh, folks are in here that haven't been here before and seen this track. Well, speaking of those campers and those RVs, um, we are being told by our friends at Coda that we have actually sold more camping spaces than they have ever sold in the history of the facility. Wow. So we're Boom. expecting over 900 camping spaces to be filled. We've actually been working with the property, trying to find more places that we can kind of turn into camping, even if it's dry camping, um, to meet the demand, which is a good thing. But those campers, when they come into cities early, that's one of the reasons that NASCAR races and NASCAR race weekends drive such a tremendous economic impact for the region because people tend to want to come in early, find things to do. A lot of them do camp, and then they decide to stay a little later on the backside. So whether you're just coming in for a day for the event or whether you're coming in for all three days of action that we've got Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, um, it's going to be special for the, for the city of Austin. And, uh, you know, we hope everything goes really well and that we can look at this on the backside and go, you know, this is definitely a place that we need to try to come back to again. Well, what about, uh, I mean, we've got the CDC saying we don't need masks in most places now. What about anything with COVID? Are we going to have uh, 50%, 100%? What kind of restrictions or are there any? Well, we don't have any con- any restrictions in terms of capacity. We currently are following what the local protocols are, which is that a mask would be required, but that was before the latest CDC ruling late this past week. Yeah. So we're going to follow back up again. We're going to see what that is going to be. But, you know, we want people to focus on the fun and focus on the good times that they're going to have. So my advice tonight would be to, you know, plan on bringing a mask just in case, but at the same time, 
follow us on our social media channels, NASCAR at CODA, or go to NASCAR at CODA.com so that if we have some updates this week, we'll let you know. Anybody that's purchasing a ticket, we're going to be sending them some, some emails and some videos to basically get them ready for the event itself. So, so basically it'll be what, what do they uh, need to know before they go. So if you sign up with us, we'll be sure through our mobile app, we'll get you the right information and get everybody prepared for next weekend. And speaking of being prepared for the weekend, I know you guys are looking at a, uh, a pretty tough weather forecast over the next few days. But from what I'm seeing, it looks like it's going to clear out a lot by the weekend. And we want to remind all those race fans out there, for road courses in NASCAR, you know, we can race in the rain. We will bring nice. some some inclement weather tires, and as long as it's not a complete monsoon, you know the the show will go on. So that's kind of a cool thing about NASCAR and the tires that Goodyear will bring. So the teams will have the access to the rain tires. They'll also have the access to the regular tires, and um, so that's something special about road course racing in NASCAR is that it doesn't necessarily kill the whole show just because uh, Mother Nature decides to drop a few. Uh, a few raindrops on us. <laughs> That's right. Hey, and folks, you know, as far as the pandemic and those protocols, I, I want to tell you something that I was proud to see. NASCAR was the first one yeah. to held races again, following strict, you, you know, uh, they didn't use some NASCAR media or political the, head. They set the, they use the scientific yeah. information and were driven by CDC guidelines. And they set the example for a lot of and sports. They did. You know, and, but, yeah. You know, that, that, Scott, was a, that was huge. A really a huge uh, collaborative effort last year amongst the race teams, working with state and local governments, the sanctioning body, um, the facilities, the racetracks. It, it was a big effort last year, and you're exactly right. NASCAR last year was the first major league sport back to live competition um, after the onset of the pandemic. And then as we got into the summer, we were the first major league sport that actually brought back fans. So we've got a lot of experience with how to navigate what needs to be done to keep everybody safe, make everybody feel comfortable, but at the same time, you know, being able to work with state and local governments to be sure that we're doing what they need us to do so that we can put on a great event. Um, It's, it's, it's all about using common sense and being smart, and we're so glad to see things starting to change. Um, unlike Texas, where you guys are broadcasting from, I'm actually living in North Carolina. I live in Charlotte, and our restrictions have been much stronger to date than what Texas has had to date, and we were very pleased here that just on just literally on Friday, the North Carolina governor list, lifted the mask mandate uh, if you've been vaccinated now, you could go inside, outside, et cetera. And for indoor, it was kind of up to the private business. Recommendation, if you hadn't been vaccinated, continue to wear your mask. But in general, capacity limitations are gone now. Masks are much more wide open. Um, social distancing, we didn't have to worry about that anymore. And we saw it amongst the race fans this weekend at ZMAX Dragway immediately. And it was so awesome to see the smiles on people's faces. You know, <laughs> when you work for a company like mine, whose, whose job it is is to produce a great event that fans are going to have fun at and they're going to enjoy, they're going to make memories with their friends and their family, to be able to actually see those smiling faces again was a huge reward this weekend. And we're looking forward, we hope, to a lot more of that next weekend when we're at CODA. That is awesome. And you know what? I'm not going to worry about the mask. Coda's got 1,300 acres out there. There's plenty of room to spread around, so <laughs> yeah. nobody, nobody needs to worry about okay, that anymore. So what? So bring a mask, bring sunscreen, bring your earbuds, bring comfortable tennis shoes, and have a fantastic and weekend. And don't worry about the rain. That is awesome that they're going to yeah. be able to, to race in the rain. Well, Scott Cooper, Speedway Motorsports, thank you very much for coming on to get us up to speed. We really appreciate it. And, of course, we'll see you guys next weekend out of Coda. Guys, we are so looking forward to it. Look, we've, we've still got tickets for sale. Yeah. People can get in for the entire weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, for just, uh, I think those tickets start at just $99. Kids' tickets 12 and under are actually free Friday and Saturday, just $10 for Sunday. And, guys, for the fans that are used to Austin and CODA and Circuit of the Americas, 
you're going to be amazed at how different this facility is going to look. We have done so many things to change it up and freshen it up. I was just told by our operations people this week, guys, all that beautiful signature stars and stripes paint around the facility, around the turns, et cetera, things that make Coda look so good. We have repainted everything with <laughs> fresh coats, 5,000 gallons of paint, gentlemen. <laughs> that is enough. If you do the math, you can cover nearly 35 football fields with the amount of paint that we have put down around Circuit of the Americas. So it's going to look spectacular this weekend, and we're looking forward to a great show. All the details, schedules, tickets, everything you need to know, NASCARatCoda.com. That is awesome. Awesome. <laughs> All right, Scott, thanks a lot, man, and we will, we'll see you next week. Thanks, guys. We're looking forward to it. All right. Travel safe, Scott. All righty. Yeah, well, we've got NASCAR at Coda up scrolling on the uh, social media video stream, and, yeah, it's uh, 70 bucks for general admission adults and eighty <laughs> reserve seating starting at $80, kids 12 and under 10 bucks. That is uh, That's going to be a great deal for a whole weekend of racing. Oh yeah, that that is. Like I said, I'm excited to see the uh, the whole changes and what this race is going to be like. For one, it's historic. I want to be there. Period. Yeah, I, I don't care if you're a fan or not of NASCAR. Come check this out. It's going to be cool. Well, I mean, let's think about this. We we've seen every kind of car race on Coda, right? You yep. name it, and um, we have never seen anything like NASCAR racing at Coda. We've seen the yeah. cars on track at Coda, Promos but we've never and, seen anything. Yeah. Quite like this. The closest thing would be the Australian V8 supercars, but they yeah. ran the different circuit. Yeah, you know, they, they ran the it. short ran the short circuit. So it's going to be really fascinating just to watch it from a you know just from a motorsports uh, technology and mm -hmm. and uh, comparison to compare to all the other series. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but it's great. It's uh, honestly NASCAR is really taking off. In just recently well so. I, I i want to think about i mean i said it jokingly at the early in the show about nascar at turn one but that's actually one of the most exciting things i'm thinking about is how are they all going to navigate coming into turn one you know because it's so unusual with that big 133 foot rise and then the you know hairpin turn at the top i i, I don't know what to really expect there with nascar but it's going to be fun to find out that and that the uh the other end of the track the end of the big yeah. Straight away. The 12 is going to be fun to see the yeah. battles in that area. Well, turn 11 is so tight. I mean, NASCAR cars are pretty big, too. So yeah. let's, you know, thinking about how they well, turn on 11. <laughs> well, yeah, and then there's track limits. Don't say Sorry, that. wrong sport. Yeah, yeah that's, that's a four-letter word. Uh, but anyway, it's we're really looking forward to it because I think this is going to be, like you said, it's historic at Coda, but it's also going to be really fascinating to watch. Um, one thing I want to talk about is I alluded to it a little bit, is the the new NASCAR next-gen car. I mean, we're talking about truly, like I said, a clean sheet of paper, but also, I mean, the technology that they're moving to, they're making generational leaps at NASCAR. I mean, we're going from reciprocating ball steering to uh, rack and pinion, right? So right. it was, I mean, that, that's, that's a, and that's just the, the tip of the iceberg. There is going to be so much. There's aerodynamic changes in NASCAR and engine changes with the possibility of, of, of going to hybrid systems. So NASCAR is really stepping up with the, with the technology in the next gen car. Absolutely. I mean, you know, with the independent, uh, the independent suspension and all of that kind of thing is really going to liven up things for the handling and you know uh, this has the potential for having really fast passes through the s's and honestly i i can't think of any other tracks that they've been on that are going to exhibit that kind of speed and then the reducing radius as you get back into eight nine ten section yeah uh there's a lot of things at this track that that just aren't aren't right <laughs> for a nascar crowd so it's uh, it's going to be a totally exciting opportunity to see this. I, I love the fact that that he mentioned the rain because I've had several people ask me because they saw the forecast and you know we can't you can never predict a seven day forecast at the seventh day you have no idea what's going to happen but the fact that they are going to race unless it's a deluge is awesome but um, let me just go back to that next gen car a little bit because I'm just looking at some of the specs in my notes here. 
I mean, the body is supposed to be symmetrical, which is removing the skew and tail offset from the last car, right? right? The last generation. And um, the wheels, we yep, got up the, on the, the 18 inch. They're from 15 to 18 is a big change. Yeah. Just like Formula One is also doing the same thing, going to larger right, diameter right. tires. The car's going to be two inches off the ground with a new splitter up front, a flat underbody, and a rear diffuser. Never had a rear diffuser in NASCAR. Think about it. Every race series has rear diffuser, and NASCAR has had the flat bumper on the back. Right. Because So they're going to have a lot more control of the aerodynamics, and they're also going to have aerodynamics flowing through the car, uh, through the engine compartment, and out through the top of the hood, which is going to free up some of the thermal load inside. Right. So, you know, we may, you know, they're, they're probably going to, I think they're starting with similar horsepower, but the potential to have higher horsepower because they're somewhat limited by thermal load apparently now. Uh, also safety being top of mind, they're going to have a redesigned chassis. It's going to have energy absorbing foam bumpers in the front and rear. The, the tubing will have rectangular and a shift from the current circular design. Um, but one thing that's going to be a big difference is that They'll be able to, like right now, you see NASCAR when they get into a crash, they rip off the side of the car, they basically have to retire. But now they're going to be more component-like. Zeus Sim- fasteners. <laughs> yeah, uh, similar to Formula Velcro. 1, where you could unbolt the front and bolt a new one on. Yeah. yeah. So there's going to be tons well, more yeah, technology, that too. From, that comes from a lot of the open-wheel sports or genres, where the passenger compartment, the driver's compartment, uh, is pretty much its own unit. Everything just attaches to it. Sometimes in, you know, historically we've seen where the engines are actually a structural member of the frame uh, and is actually tied in uh, with that structure. So this is a, a big change. I think it's going to be a much safer car. You know, if we see these uh, flying aerial seven spin, you know, barrel rolls, uh, it may look more disastrous as things fly off, disperse that energy that's going and then allow the passenger uh, compartment wonder, to remain intact. I wonder if the aerodynamics, though, are you're going to see less of these. You know, we saw car airborne. Yeah, that, was, that was definitely part of the design. Yeah. I did see that in one of the things that I read is keeping the cars on the ground, even when going backwards. And so uh, there were definitely some changes to that. And we hadn't even talked about some of the, the huge ones. Independent rear suspension replaces a solid axle. Yes, NASCAR's still running solid axle, so they're independent rear suspension. Um, there's a couple other things that I, uh, the, the horsepowers we've talked touched on. They don't have anything set in stone yet, but also a sequential five-speed gearbox instead of a traditional four-speed eight. Stir pot. Yep. Yeah. Pretty amazing. Pretty incredible. All right, guys. Well, we need to take a break. When we come back, we're going to continue our discussion. We're going to talk a little bit more about Formula One, a little MotoGP, an IndyCar. Really exciting with Roman Grosjean this weekend. You're listening to Speed City live in Austin. Back after a quick break. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. 
Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. As a rider, you know what you like. The power, the feel, the ride. When it comes to gear, you know what keeps you safe. Ducati Austin provides riders with the finest in day and easy leathers. The best the market offers. Visit Ducati Austin on Breaker Lane just east of I-35 and throw your leg over the most iconic sports bike ever built. Ducati. Even take it for a test ride or see what's been described as art on wheels from MV Augusta. You know what you like. See it at Ducati Austin. Online at DucatiAustin.com. Hi, I am an official Texas license plate from MyPlates.com, and I'm here to say it's time to get personal, people. Tell the world who you are with a personalized plate from MyPlates.com, like me. I'm talking favorite color, favorite team, favorite charity, and, of course, favorite state, Texas. Add your own message, and then the magic really happens. I'm the official Texas license plate from MyPlates.com, and I want to be your license plate. Go to MyPlates.com and order me today. Now that's what I'm talking about. Talk 1370, the right choice. Hi, this is Michael Zweiback, driver of the number two discount tire Porsche. Welcome to Speed City. Welcome back to the fastest hour in radio, Speed City. All right, we're going to talk a little Formula One and IndyCar and other things here. We're going to continue our discussion with NASCAR in just a moment because we have a guest on the line. We have a driver on the line. But before we do, I want to talk about a sponsor of the show tonight, MyPlates.com. And they are going to do sponsor part of our – they're going to be a part of our NASCAR coverage because next weekend we're going to be doing NASCAR coverage out at COTA, live at COTA, and you can hear the entire race right here on Talk 1370. Okay. Yes. Can, can I tell what – Part of your custom license plate is for your new uh, sure why chariot. not well it says 996 on it so there's a clue and stay tuned later on in the show for there the you go but i am getting a plate from myplates.com and of course you can too in fact you can win a seven letter five-year plate by going to speedcitybroadcast.com slash win and just enter your name and email address and we're going to give away in the next week or so here right before right before the nascar race is we're going to give away one of those uh, those five car five year plates are five hundred dollar value. So this is a really awesome gift. So check it out, myplates.com, and you can and generate your own plate online. It's really fun to play with. So go check it out. But let's go to our next guest. We have a gentleman who is from Austin, Texas, and I met Austin Wayne Self probably about two thousand twelve or yeah. so, and he was just yep. a youngster coming up through the ranks. And he has now made it into NASCAR driving in the truck series. Austin Wayne Self, welcome to Speed City. Hey, Matt. It's, it's uh, great to be on. I uh, I want to apologize for being late, man. I, we were running a little late to track, and it's been it's been a while since I've been to Texas, and the time zone changes, <laughs> and uh, I got a little mixed up. So, oh uh, well, we were uh, blaming it on the tacos. <laughs> Well, that's true. We, we had tacos that they fed us good at the track. We had some, some, uh, some, I think it was Tyson's tacos, Tyson's tacos <laughs> yeah, for breakfast. Go. And we had pop seeds for, for, uh, for lunch. So I've been eating good. <laughs> They're with the weight limit. You know, that, right. That that's the, that's one thing, you know, when, when I, when I make it back to Austin, uh, I always, I never have enough time and I got a lot of places to check off, off the list. So, uh, it's good. <laughs> Good. Not only did I, I get to uh, mess around on the racetrack today, but but uh, I got some uh, check marks off the food list. There you go. Well, Austin, tell everybody about you were born and raised here in Austin, right? I know you were here from a young kid, right? Yeah, I was uh, born and raised. I, I actually lived out uh, near Lake Travis, uh, not far from the Oasis. And then uh, and then I, we moved not too far and uh Attend. My sister went to Cedar Park. I went to Vandegrift High School. Uh, I actually only got one year. Uh, they didn't like me missing school to go racing, so I, <laughs> I opted out and did the homeschool. But, um, you know, for me, 
you know, I just always really loved the area. Austin's, uh, uh, you know, as everybody knows now, it seems like everybody wants to be here, but um, it's a place I'm, I'm proud to be from. And, and, uh, and I'm definitely a proud Texan. And, and uh, I think one of the cool things for me uh, in, in, in my uh, career in NASCAR is I've been able to take a, a piece of Texas with me, you know, as far as uh, go Texan and, don't mess with Texas and yeah, and other Texas sponsors or uh, partners. And uh, so, like I said, I live in North Carolina now, but I was born and raised here. And and uh, uh, usually, when people ask me, I, I'm I'm pretty quick to tell them, no, I'm not I'm not from here. I'm this is my home. Austin's my home. So that's that's fantastic. So, well, tell everybody where your your roots came from because I, I met you and you were racing out there and Kyle at that racetrack and uh, t- talk about your career as you've moved up in NASCAR. Yeah, it's funny. Uh, you, you know, actually the way I got started in racing, uh, you know, my dad was, was uh, I got family in Indiana and in Indianapolis. So, so my dad would, would go to the Indy 500 and, and um, I think, you know, from, from what I've been told and my understanding, he wanted to get into, into racing uh, go-karts. <laughs> Uh, my mom told him he had to find something for me that we could do together, father, son. And, and, uh, he bought me a go-kart when I was four years old and, uh, we started racing down in New Bronzeville, Texas at Hill Country Kart Club. Um, and from there, it just kind of, you know, it went from, uh, my dad, uh, dragged me to the track, you know, and, uh, turned into me kind of dragging him to the track. And, and, uh, you know, I've been very fortunate to, uh, move up the ranks through, uh, late mall racing. Uh, I got my late mall racing started in, in Kyle, Texas. Uh, that's where I met you. And, and, uh, from there went Arca series and truck series. And, and, um, I've been doing the truck series for, for a little while now. So, uh, I'm almost a veteran. I feel kind of <laughs> old. I'm 25. So I'm getting, I'm getting older here in the, in the, in the racing world, but, uh, yeah, yeah it's true. Yeah, start, <laughs> started here in Texas and, and, um, you know, now we're on the national stage. So, you know, for me, it's, it's cool. We, we go to Texas Motor Speedway and in Fort Worth. And, um, now it's almost like a dream come true to have, uh, uh, such a, such a beautiful racetrack, you know, F1 level, uh, road course. And, and, uh, you know, when I was a kid, I, I never, I always dreamed of winning races. Um, and, and I always dreamed that we would have a racetrack here in Austin and, uh, dreams starting to come true. So that's cool. I, that was that was my question for you about you know is this a dream? But but the next question is, how what are you expecting about driving on it? Like you said, a Formula One Grade One circuit in a NASCAR truck. I mean, how I and mean, have you driven on it yet? Yeah, and have you spent time on it? Well, so that's why I uh, you know there's two things. I had the option to 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 come down here and um, I, I got to drive a Porsche and. And uh, I was going to turn that down and and I get to stay the week here. So it was all <laughs> it was a win win situation. Right. I was like, yeah, I guess I'll I guess I'll travel down there and, uh, you know, go get a little bit of practice, um, you know, on the racetrack. Uh, the NASCAR doesn't allow us to test uh, the stock cars on the racetrack. But, you know, there's there's different opportunities and um, this guy named Mark Martin and oh, yeah. to win racing. And, and uh, he had a couple uh, Porsche, I think they're GT3, GT4s. And, uh, so the past two days, me and my buddy Logan, uh, been out there, uh, getting a feel for the track. And, um, I mean, it was, I'm not going to lie. It was pretty cool to get to drive a, a Porsche out there. We had a, we had a really good time. I felt like I learned a lot. Uh, the weather here has been, it's been beautiful and, and, um, uh, and it, there's been a little bit of rain showers. So we got a little bit of both. So I think we're really prepared for, for next weekend and um and i think i think there would be a lot that would be able to translate from from that porsche to to the stock car you know everybody everybody thinks these stock cars are big heavy race cars and whatnot um yeah they're heavy but uh nowadays they drive really they drive really well and, and i was telling the, the the guys uh when i was driving that porsche i was like man you know times like i kind of feel like that uh that nascar kind of drives a little better in the porsche and, and they had their hands up man it's funny <laughs> i was like well I, I i don't know if it's the porsche or the stock car drives better or if i'm just used to the stock car and that's that's what i'm looking for out of it yeah but, um but i had a great time Th- those things are a lot of fun to drive and and uh like i said i i feel feel about uh as prepared as i could be heading into next week and 
and uh, rather it's rain or shine, um, I think we'll get a little bit of both, but uh, I feel prepared. Yeah, well, you had a good group there. I mean, besides uh, Will to Win, and also uh, I know S's is tied in with that group, and they do a lot of very scientific data uh, reviewing and research on the cars that they have out there on that track. And so I know they've got an encyclopedia already for you and, and help with your coaching there. But uh, to me, that's amazing. For one, yeah, completely different car, but that's something that a lot of folks kind of uh, shy away from is, well, would you want to do it in a different car? But it sounds like it was productive for you. Yeah, of course. And, and you know, I mean, for us, NASCAR, I mean, uh, the road courses, those we get those opportunities on the road courses. You know, the circle tracks, uh, there's really nothing we can we can do. You know, we we use simulator time at the shop, and um, you know, but there's it's it's really cool that you know guys like Wildwind Racing and and these guys. I mean, just about anybody, uh, as far as I know. I mean, they let me drive them, so I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure anybody can go out there and and uh, <laughs> get themselves a, a ride in that seat. And I, and I'll tell you, you're exactly right. The the uh, when I got out there, I mean, it felt like a a professional uh race test you know i felt like it, it was a it was a test and uh we had data on the cars video um i mean they they even had throttle trace they had they had everything so um they had an engineer out there we sat down went through the data um and i think even uh there's another another guy named cameron lawrence he was out there but um he's planning on right racing the truck race i think he's a uh sports car sports car guy and and uh but but he wasn't talking to me too much he wasn't giving me too many uh <laughs> many secrets so so i didn't give him any secrets on the stock cars either so <laughs> level playing ground this will be fun yeah yeah it was a great opportunity man and and uh it's a really cool place i mean to go check out there's all kinds of um awesome uh race cars lamborghinis uh yeah they had some uh mercedes gts out there and i mean there's some things i don't even know what they were i, I couldn't see the logo they they drove past me on the straightway. I don't know what they were, but they were fast. The black and blue one with all the fins on it. Uh, we had a Senna in town. Oh, is that what track. that was? A yeah. Senna. Uh, and so yeah. a lot of people don't recognize it. They recognize the McLaren, but that's not like any other one you've seen. But uh, I know it was out there um, yep. yesterday afternoon. Yeah, I think it's going to be there this morning. <laughs> yep, I, I saw it out there this morning. This morning they had it tucked away in the garage a little bit. They were, it was it was raining and uh kind of on uh, the track was kind of dry wet but um yeah i saw him out there yesterday it was hard to miss hmm. well let's uh let's talk about you know what your expectations are for this weekend for at coda i mean wouldn't it be amazing to to do great at your home race you know i, I know you're still looking for that first win how about uh how incredible would that be to get Come it on, home? do it for us buddy <laughs> Yeah, well, that's what my my wife was telling me. She was trying to give me pointers today on the racetrack. <laughs> Tell me that the bad part was the Porsches they got the brake lights, so she was telling me to get off the brakes. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, I mean, you know, obviously, <laughs> obviously, obviously, it'd be a dream to to win this race. You know, I think I think our race team this year, AM Racing's, um, you know, the group of guys we got together, I think they're a championship caliber team. Um, but at the end of the day, we're a one car team and. Um, on a little bit smaller budget than some of the bigger teams like KBM and whatnot. But um, I, I think somewhere along in this race season, you know, I feel like we're going to keep putting ourselves in a, a, a spot for an opportunity for a win. Um, but, you know, for us right now, heading into Coda, uh, it's a brand new racetrack. We have, we have nothing to lean back on except for other road courses. But, um, you know, a lot the road courses are different, um, you know, from Daytona to, uh, Canada, you know, wherever else we go. So, um, my expectations are to go out there and, and of course compete for a win. That's what I've been thinking about. Um, but at the end of the day, we also gotta, we also gotta think about points. You know, we're, we're, uh, we're still fighting for a, a spot in the playoffs and, and, um, you know, that yeah. I think that comes first, you know, if, uh, on the racetrack, we got to put ourselves in position to each stage to, get some stage points and, and, um, you know, do whatever we can do to, uh, have that playoff berth, uh, stay alive. So, um, of course that's number one in stage one and two. And, um, you know, if we got a quick truck, uh, I feel like, I feel like, uh, I'll have an extra 10% in me since, since it's, uh, 
here in Austin, my home <laughs> track. So, um, yeah, I, I think the plan's obviously to win. Uh, but, you know, at the end of the day, we also got to think about points. You know, we got to – we uh, our, our goal for the season is to make the playoffs and and um, and win a race somewhere down the line. Well – if I have to, if I have to only take one, I'll take this one. <laughs> yeah, that's the one you want to win at home. Well, speaking of being at home, you know, there's going to be people out there that have been to all the different racing at Coda, and they may not know a lot about NASCAR. But let's give them a hometown, you know, driver to root for. Tell them what to look for. What's your car look like? What's your number and all that stuff, so they can root for you. Yeah, it won't. It won't be hard to miss if uh, your if truck. I should say. <laughs> At uh, 22, uh, go Texan Chevy, and, and uh, if 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 you can't see that, we got don't mess with Texas on the on the back bumper, <laughs> so that that should be recognizable. And if you can't see that, we got the Texas flag on the on the bed top. So um, I'm pretty sure, I'm, you know, all year round it's the it's the Texas truck. So <laughs> I, I it's it's going to stick out this weekend. So it's uh, it's not going to be hard to miss the 22 truck, Perfect. big Texas flag. Perfect. Texas colors, Texas flag. If it says Texas on it, um, <laughs> hell, my, my name's Austin. So there you uh, go. <laughs> I mean, it, it's right. It, it all fits in really well. You can't miss it. That's awesome. You get through some great sponsors. Uh, don't mess with Texas. Go Texan. That is fantastic. <laughs> all right. Well, Austin Wayne self, thank you for coming on the show, buddy. We appreciate it. We will look for you out there next weekend and be rooting for you. And we'll get all everybody out there on our side, looking for you and rooting for you as well. Thanks. Thanks for coming on, buddy. Yeah, I appreciate it, guys. I'm 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 super excited. So I uh, appreciate you guys having on having me on and getting to talk a little bit. All, All right, we'll, say hey to the folks. We'll come see you. Perfect, perfect. All righty, folks. We're gonna go ahead and take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll get to those Formula One stories and IndyCar stories after the break. You're listening to Speed City live from Austin. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Motivation USA, catering to the sport bike enthusiast looking for truly unique parts and accessories. Stand out from the crowd. Motivation is the exclusive North American distributor for SC Project MotoGP inspired exhausts and the largest Rizoma retailer in the United States. Get the best parts from around the world at the best prices with fast shipping and a knowledgeable staff ready to help. Shop online 24-7 at MotivationUSA.com. That's MotivationUSA.com. 
Welcome to name your license plate. I'm Biff Biffington. All right, Mary Lou, for the cash, the trip, and the new car, name your license plate. Easy. My plate is ADD24. ACL, ATM, ABC, ACDC, AAA. I can't remember my plate. You should have gotten a personal Texas plate from MyPlates.com. They're so memorable. And I could have saved 40% with a five-year commitment. Be a winner and order your personalized license plate from MyPlates.com. Talk 1370. Hi, I'm J.D. Beach, and you're listening to Speed City. Welcome back to the fastest hour in radio, Speed City. All right, we said we were going to be ta- we'll talk some Formula One, and there's two things that I want to talk about. First off, let's talk about the schedule because there has been a change the turkish grand prix is postponed right now now they're saying that it could be rescheduled for later in the year so we'll see how that plays out but the other thing that i want to talk about was the mclaren the little mystery reveal that they did today on youtube and the internet kind of exploded on the motorsport side because this is so awesome looking the fact that they're bringing back the light blue and orange golf livery. You know, golf started sponsoring them a little while back, but they're bringing back the iconic, I mean, maybe the most iconic, I mean, definitely one of them, liveries in all of motorsports history. Yeah, I agree. Uh, There's there's a long history on actually quite a few different uh, brands of cars too. Yep. Uh, You know, we we recognize it in, in several different vehicles, Fords, Shelby's, Porsche, uh, there, there's been quite a few of them that uh, they've been around. So I love seeing it. The history, oh, Aston Martin was here under the same livery yeah, a few true. years ago. Yep. So uh, it's not just a one brand of automobile, which I always liked with them. I know, but I mean, as a kid, I remember having Hot Wheels with that livery on it and, you know, watching Le Mans and, you know. It, GT40s. Yeah, the GT40s with that livery. It's just, I mean. I, I, it's not just me that got excited because everybody, I mean, it was just an explosion on the internet. I didn't know what this was going to be, by the way. McLaren started saying, yeah. tune in tomorrow for a big announcement. And I, I hadn't, I really didn't know. I hadn't heard. We didn't get any sort of heads up. So uh, I didn't, hadn't heard, but. And like I said, we've seen golf floated around. So it wasn't what I thought of for sure. I, I just didn't know what the, it was going to be. Well, you know, and in the movie, what was it? Le Mans with Steve McQueen. What was that like 1970 or something like that? Uh, you know, was driving the that was when it was a Porsche car yeah. for Le Mans. So uh, it just goes way back. So I had to talk about that. But um, but there's a couple other things I want to talk about. And by the way, don't forget we are giving away for our from our sponsor MyPlates.com. We're going to give away one of their five year seven letter custom license plates. So go to SpeedCityBroadcast.com/slash/win and just enter your stuff to enter that. So you want to really say cool. what your other three letters are? The other three letters are R-U-F. So I'm going to have 996-R-U-F. And if you can figure it out, if you can't figure it out from there, then it doesn't matter to you. Then if you can, that's my new toy that I'm playing with that uh, Les is going to help me adjust the ride height on next weekend. Yeah, Not next we'll weekend, get, I guess, weekend yeah, after. Yeah, we got to work next weekend. Yeah, Darn. that's true. Uh, yeah, out at NASCAR. On one lift or another, we'll get that And thing by the sorted. way, next weekend... And you know, I always do a quality check after... Making adjustments with my suspension <laughs> jobs. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll let you ride in the passenger seat for that quality check. That doesn't work. <laughs> Next weekend, we're going to be 12 hours because we're going to have our Formula One from Monaco, our pre- and post-ratio like we do every Formula One weekend. We're going to have that on national radio, so go to our website, speedcitybroadcast.com, to check that out. And then, so we're going to get through with that, and we're going to do that from Coda, by the way. It's going to be kind of cool calling the Formula One race from Coda. And then we're going to Take a have breakfast, t- take a rest, and then about an hour later, jump on the microphones for NASCAR and do. We're going to have a NASCAR pre race starting at noon, and then uh, we're going to throw out to the uh, the national broadcast after that. And you can hear the entire race right here on Talk thirteen seventy here in Austin. So uh, it'll probably wrap up around five o'clock ish, depending on how NASCAR goes, and we'll have a little post race wrap up. So if you go to the race. Tune us in on the way there and on the way home. We love to get people calling in on the way there and on the way home. That's one of my favorite things. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. 
but yeah, going to be a great weekend of racing. I'm excited to see Monaco. You know, this is going to be different this year because Monaco is not on the same day as the Indy 500 this time. Yep. It's a historic, or, or I'll say it's tradition in Monaco, which I was not aware of, hadn't thought that far ahead of. But when I went to the Monaco race, everybody said, oh, you got to go to the Stars and Bars uh, sports pub there on the marina through the Monaco yeah. club. And then you sit there and watch the Indy 500 group. And so that was a lot of fun is uh, that, you know, a bunch of the F1 cronies all head into there and watch the Indy 500 on the big screens. Mm. Well, speaking of Formula One, ex-Formula One driver Roma Grosjean had a fantastic oh, weekend man. at Indianapolis in IndyCar. He, it was fantastic. You could see he was just grinning ear to ear, but he won the pole on Friday night. Yep. And then, so he started from pole and did a fantastic standing start. Everybody was worried. He looked like an IndyCar pro. In fact, he could have won that race. He led most of the race and ended up in second. Could have won that race had yeah. not been for some blue flag shenanigans stuff going on. But how exciting was that? <laughs> no, that was fantastic. And, you know, he showed excellently on every bit. He, had, he was putting so many scenarios of crowding. Once they started going through the pit cycles and he was in traffic, he really showed what he can do in a good car. Yeah, And, you know, no slight from where he came from, but it was awesome to see him performing like we saw him years ago, really pulling out some of the, the experienced moves that he has. You know, it, got, it has to make you think about the level of Formula One that you can have a driver move to a new series and in what, his fifth race, hit land, get the pole and almost win the race. Now, I mean, th that to me what I'm saying is, is that, Formula One truly is the pinnacle, right? I mean, if you, you yeah. all your training is in the, the cars with the highest G-force, the highest, you know, everything. But to step into a, an Indy car and win the pole and come in second in the race, it's really... Well, you, I mean, you know who else I'm thinking of? Uh, you know, a rookie year guy that steps out of F1 and lands in Indy car and wins the 100th running of the 500. Well... Alexander true. Rossi. True. That's true. But no, there, there's something to that. Certainly not everybody that steps out of F1 and comes to IndyCar does it, but there's a lot of skill. To me, the training and the criticality that these F1 teams put into their drivers, I remember uh, Alexander Rossi sitting in studio with us talking about he'd be jogging on a treadmill and slapping lights on the wall, you know, activity lights for response times and they'd be doing math while he jogs or rides a bicycle or whatever and how they really drive a multitasking thing we never have really ha got to dive into the training for indycar drivers in with that type of approach if it's used as well yeah well i was just looking at some of my notes here grosjean he got said he got stuck behind a lapped car sebastian bourdais late in the race preventing him from gaining ground on the leader uh you know the eventual winner was Rennes vk so Jealous uh, Frenchman walking yeah. as countrymen. And, yep. And uh, he, um, you know, he the, the big thing that I came away with was looking at how the fans, do you remember how long, it wasn't that long ago. I mean, even in, in when he was racing for Haas, he got a lot of grief on the internet. You know, he got a lot of grief. And when he had that debacle in the first turn one back in when he was racing at, um, Oh, where was he? Renault? Uh, I think it was in Formula One, but before Haas. Yeah. And, you know, he, where he flew over Alonzo, and it was a, really a disastrous. You know, Grosjean, in my mind, showed a lot more in his whole career, a lot more positive. But he had a handful of those incidents that just kind of clouded him, clouded his his career of just a little bit. You know, when he yeah. was warming the tires and crashing into the barriers in Formula One a couple of years ago. First start. But yeah, a fresh start. But the point, the really the big thing is the fact that he survived this crash, I think, shifted all the haters away. And he's actually got a lot of excitement, you know, a lot of uh, positive energy from the fans now. And you see it online, but you also yeah. saw it at the, um, at, at the IndyCar races where, he, you know, he's the crowd, you can hear the crowd and stuff. So I think that this is, you know, you, you see him survive this crash and that helped him, his career from that standpoint. Without a doubt, without a doubt. And emotionally, I mean, I was sitting there and I was behind him more than any of the other drivers this time. I mean, you know, we're fortunate on Speed City that they give us the access to these guys coming on the show so often. 
And uh, but him, I in particularly was behind him. You know, we just got about a minute or so left. I want to touch on um, I want to touch on MotoGP because. Oh, okay. I <clears throat> I got I'm spreading I, in my shirt here. Oh yeah, <laughs> I got to watch that race this morning. It was really exciting because it was in the rain. It started dry, yeah. and it was a it was only a handful of laps in, maybe six or eight laps in, and the rain came, and here comes Marquez. And Marquez was third or fourth, and when they went into the pits to swap bikes, he came out, he did it super fast, came out in the lead of the race, and you thought, oh my gosh, it's going to be classic Marquez, where he manages the, the weather, manages those rain tires, and wins the race. But unfortunately, only about two laps in, Marquez had a, had a horrific, actually, a high side, and he came, he went totally upside down, landed on his shoulder, but he was able to get back on the bike. He, you know, I thought, is he going to re-injure that shoulder and that plate that he's got in there? But he was able to get back on the bike and get going again. He got back up into the points, and then yep. he crashed again. When's the last time you see Mark Marquez crash twice in a race? So. Yeah, no kidding. But uh, congrats to Ducati. Yeah. Paulo Chapati, friend of the show. Yeah. For uh, making it. Always has, uh, gosh, you know, sure missing the MotoGP guys yep. around here. All right. Well, thanks, everybody. And thanks for tuning in tonight. Thanks to our guest, Austin Wayne Self and Speedway Motorsports. And, of course, we'll talk to you next Sunday from Circuit of the Americas for both Formula One and NASCAR. Ciao, y'all. Picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.